This is Monday Morning Meditations number 17 on the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma, searching for the right to pass. Good morning, Rising Man family. Welcome back to the Rising Man Podcast and another installment of Monday Morning Meditations. I'm your host and the creator of the show, Jetty Azuma. Today, I'm cutting right to the chase. I'm not going to waste any time about this one. As men, we have got to stop sabotaging and self-destroying. We've got to stop it right now because our families deserve better. Our communities deserve better. Our planet needs us to get out of our own way and start stepping up right now. Is that the time has already passed for this. We need to start leaning in and stepping up to be the best version of ourselves we possibly can be. That's what the Rising Man is all about. That's what the Rising Man movement, the message, the vision is all about, is providing men the spaces, the conversations, the support, the strategies we need to become the best men we can be for not just ourselves, not just our families, but our communities and the planet. So we can really influence change, long-lasting cultural change that we all want to see in the world. So you've got one last chance to jump on board to be a part of this upcoming Elements Initiation Weekend for Men here in Ojai, California, this weekend, October 26th through 28th. If you've been on the fence, you've been feeling the call and you just haven't taken action yet, you can still grab one of the last few seats available. And I'm telling you, you will not regret it. It will transform and change everything for you. So right now, head over to rise.jettyazuma.com slash elements. Sign up for a call. And if you can't get a call on the books soon enough, send me a direct message on Facebook Messenger. Hit me up and we'll make it happen. I want you guys to be there. This is for you. This is for all the people that depend on you in your life. So without further ado, the topic for today's Monday morning meditation is why men self-sabotage. There's a simple truth about humans that has existed for as long as we've been around. And that is that we thrive in community. We are social animals, period. There's no arguing this statement. There's no arguing this fact. We thrive in community. We do better when we surround ourselves with family, with like-minded people, with a community, a group of people who share a common vision. And as part of a community, we are designed, engineered to spend our formative years learning from our parents, from our aunties, uncles, elders, all of the things we need to know about how to care for ourselves first, and then how to care for others next. It's the greatest natural instinct that we have as humans, right next to self-preservation and perpetuating our DNA. And that is contributing to our family, contributing to something bigger than ourselves, to be of service, to help others, to be useful in our lives. But the reality is that life itself is challenging. It's hard. Let's just be honest. Anybody who has made it to their 20s, 30s, 40s knows that it's not a road paved with rose petals and gold. We've spent tremendous time and effort designing a society that seeks comfort instead of learning how to embrace discomfort. We crave certainty, a certain future over embracing the unknown. And at a time when boys need it most, in those formative years when they're beginning to transition from 
boyhood from teenager, getting ready for adulthood, we fail to provide them with a rite of passage. We fail to provide them with a ceremonial transition marked by facing off with challenge and overcoming great hardship that will prepare them for this inevitable journey into adulthood. We just don't do it anymore. And if you look back far enough, every culture in society had ways of initiating their young boys into manhood, usually sometime in when they became a teenager. Nowadays, it's just not happening. There's a bigger problem that's, that's, that's happening. So, so let's take a look at that big picture. Now more than ever, perhaps, maybe in the history of humanity, we have men addicted to alcohol, addicted to drugs, pornography. We have men who are avoiding long-term committed relationships, disrespecting, dishonoring women, young men who resent their existence so much that they are choosing to end their lives at alarming rates. We also see wayward teenagers, quote-unquote bad eggs, kids who fail to live up to their potential. Instead of channeling their frustration and anger into crime, violence, rebellion, and destruction. These are the choices that they're making. They're choosing to take that frustration they have, the, the sense of not belonging, the sense of not being welcomed into manhood by older, elder men. They're channeling it into other destructive behaviors. We see boys being initiated instead into gangs, initiated into early sexual activity, initiated into rebellion because they simply don't know what else to do. We can pass blame all day long to individuals. We can say it's the, it's the boy himself. He's misbehaving. He's not falling into line. We can blame absent parents or inadequate parenting, neglectful parenting. We can blame schools for not having enough resources to support young people. We can pass blame around all day long. But at the end of the day, the solution lies in what we're not providing for these boys. What they're asking for, what they're craving on a cellular level. So what's the solution? In my opinion, every boy must experience significant adversity before he will be prepared to walk the fires of life as a man. Every single boy has to know what it's like to feel like you're on your edge. You don't know what the outcome's going to be. At times, you doubt whether or not you're going to actually survive. Boys need this experience so that they can be prepared for every challenge that will present itself as a man, for when he has a partner, for when he has a family, for when he has a job in which people depend on him to survive. And if those adversities are not presented to him with support from his people, from family, from loved ones, from mentors, he will create them himself. This phenomena is called auto-initiation or self-initiation. If the community, if the family, if the tribe, if the village does not provide initiation or rites of passage for the boys, then the boys will create initiatory experiences for themselves. The need for initiation is seen in the way that we marvel at heroes. It's classic boy nature to relate himself to the superhero characters that he sees on television or in the movies, to dress like them, to speak like them, even to take on their physical movements and postures and behaviors. I remember the entire year of kindergarten, I rotated three superhero costumes as, as my attire for school every day. I was Superman one day, Batman the next day, Spider-Man the next day. And I just wore them over and over and over again with my superhero underwear on. 
<laughs> and I know that I'm not the only boy who feels this way about superheroes. The stories of heroes have been told as long as there have been humans, though the nature of the stories and the context of the adversities that they have overcome has surely changed given the different eras of time that humans have been through. But what we appreciate in movies today is what our ancestors used to marvel at around the fire, listening to the eldest members of the village speak about warriors, about healers, about brave souls who had since passed, but had served and paved the way for us to be here. These stories are the things that light us up. This is why we love to go to the movies. We love to be entertained by heroic tales of conquest, of adventure, of overcoming challenge and adversity because it inspires and ignites that flame within us to give us the motivation, to give us the belief that we can do it too. Because if my great-great-great-grandfather was able to go out on the mountain by himself for four days and four nights, then so can I. If my great-great-great-great-grandmother left her village to find a cure for a disease that was striking everyone in the village and came back and provided that for her people and saved her people, then maybe I can too. We need these stories. We thrive on these stories to help us across our own threshold into greatness, our own threshold into purpose, our own threshold into manhood. And in the absence of these journeys, boys will create and attract adversity to themselves by the ways that I already spoke about above. You know, we talked about crime, we talked about violence, we talked about drugs, early sexual activity, all of these things that challenge a young person, that make him feel more like, quote unquote, a man. We've got to create ways to lead them across this threshold from boyhood to manhood. This is where recreating and reintroducing rites of passage into the fabric of our society, the fabric of our culture, is the way. This is how we're going to solve the problem of our young people self-sabotaging, self-destroying, being destructive and chaotic simply for the thrill of it because they need to feel that. Let's not make them wrong for that. Let's support it. Let's institute cultural practices where we invite them into the challenge. <laughs> Heck, we pull them out of their comfort zone and, and drop them right into the belly of the beast. And then when they make it through, when they see what they're capable of on their own, to receive them back into the circle, back into the family, back into the village, and to celebrate them as a hero, but not in the egoic sense of a hero, but a hero in the sense that a man who has recognized who he is and what he's capable of so that he can bring that medicine, that gift that he is back for his people. This is the way. And it's so simple. It's so simple. And there's many ways that we can initiate our boys into manhood and our girls into womanhood. The ways that I know, it has something to do with going out into the wilderness by yourself, spending some time with the natural environment rid of all distractions, rid of all safeties and comforts of being around our parents, around our grandparents, our aunties and our uncles, around the certainty and the security of a village, to be out on our own, out in the wild with our thoughts and our heartbeat and everything else surrounding us in nature is a very, very simple and sacred practice that you can only understand having had experienced it. And there may be a multitude of ways that we can do this, but it has to look like a challenge, an independent journey, and a reception back into the community. And when we create this society, when we institute these rites of passage, these initiatory practices back into our culture, 
all of these problems are going to start falling away. I guarantee it. I know it. In fact, that's why I've committed my life to this work, because I know that this is the way. This is what we're missing. This is what I was missing when I was a teenager, when I was in my early 20s, spending my time with a bunch of other people in their early 20s, looking for something to initiate us into adulthood, looking for something to show me what I was made of. I, I had all the you know, knucklehead moments that many young men have because I was trying to figure it out by myself. And it wasn't until I landed in a community of elders who received me, who mirrored back to me who I was, invited me to go and to fast on the mountain for four days and four nights that I recognized and took ownership of who I am as a man. Otherwise, if we don't choose to do this, then I guarantee you the cycle of destructive masculine energy is just going to continue and probably get worse. So now's the time. Now's the time to do this for ourselves. I'm calling out all of you men out there who are hearing this and saying, wow, I never had that before. I've been through a lot of challenges, but I don't really know what I'm capable of. I don't know what it's like to be on my own. I don't know what it's like to sleep under the stars for four nights by myself without food, sometimes without water. If you're hearing that call, I'm calling you guys forward to make it happen. I'm calling you forward to challenge yourself, to create this experience, to find a community that will help you do this. There's all types of fasting and questing and rites of passage communities that are out there. Find one that you relate to. Find one that you align with and resonate with because it's in those communities that we are going to reinstitute this culture, this practice, so that this is all our kids know. So that when we have kids, whether you have kids already and you're raising kids or you will have kids someday, you'll get to teach them and raise them in these ways. I'll tell you right now, both my wife and I went on a vision fast before we had our son, before we started having any children. And since we had that foundation of culture in our family already, that's all he knows. All he knows is being around his aunties and his uncles and elders, stepping into ceremonial spaces. And it's beautiful. It really is. And I've seen many other children who are raised in ways like this. They, they have similar challenges that other children raised in other more conventional, traditional backgrounds will have. But there's a different sense of resilience. There's a different sense of support and trust, knowing that their community has their back, their family has their back, and that they can do it. So let's do it. Let's step forward. Let's make it happen. Let's be this change. Let's institute this lasting mark on our culture that our children will be proud of and they can pass on to their kids. Let us step up and be the heroes that they talk about around the fire generations from now when we're long gone. That's a future I'm interested in. And if you're interested in playing too, hit me up and I'll direct you where you need to be, where you need to go. doesn't matter where you are in the world listening to this right now. I guarantee you there's a community nearby available to you to step into these ways, to step into rites of passage and to create that for yourself and for your family. So in the meantime, the action step for today's Monday morning meditation is to take a few minutes out of your day, five, 10, 20 minutes, and just reflect on the greatest adversity that you've faced in your, in your life. What great challenge have you overcome and how has it shaped your life? How has it impacted your trajectory up till now? What did you learn? What did it cost you to endure this challenge? Lastly, who was there to support you through it, if anyone? Sometimes we don't have support when we go through adversity. So who was there to support you if anyone was? 
and share your reflections inside the Rising Man Facebook group. Snap an image of it, tag me in it so that it gets popped up on my Facebook. I'd love to hear your stories and relate to you guys with some of the challenges that you've been through that I'm sure many other men have been through similar types of challenges. And if you're hearing this message and you're interested in stepping forward into initiatory rites of passage, then I strongly encourage you to go over to rise.jediazuma.com slash elements. Sign up for a call. Whether you get into this elements initiation this coming weekend or not, we'll connect and we'll get you set up with the next event that we have. I'm also going to start to speak more about the four-month rites of passage that culminates with a four-day vision fast out in the wilderness. The program is going to be called Compass. I'm going to be speaking about it more and more, but Elements is really the first phase of the journey. So sign up for your call for Elements. Get ready to lean in because this is what we get to do as a community, as a tribe of men. We get to reinstitute these ways. So make sure you also subscribe to the podcast on the podcast app of your choice. Leave comments and feedback regarding your biggest takeaways from this episode and every episode that you listen to. Please register with the Rising Man Facebook group and invite any brothers in your life that you believe would benefit from this space because this is how we grow. This is how we affect long-lasting change and long-lasting impact on culture. Big shout out to Sean Offenbach at Infinite Melodics, at Infinite, M-E-L-O-D-I-X on Instagram. As you guys know, Sean is the audio engineer master behind all of these episodes, making them sound good, pumping them out every single week. Sean, I appreciate everything that you're doing, man. Thank you for being so steady, so consistent. And to my Rising Man Power team, I love shouting you guys out at the end of each of these episodes. Rowan, Mark, Julian. You guys, um, so appreciative because this this rising man movement wouldn't be able to grow if it was still just up to me doing it all by myself. So thank you, fellas. And for everybody else out there, remember, until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. <laughs>